0: Hi Hunters, thank you for tuning in to the Flusham and Dustin podcast, brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they've built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen, now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. Coming. Got Nick and Tyler here with Ringnecks Retrievers, and we have a special guest tonight, Will Larson from Colorado. He uh, runs Britney's and we're just going to get into it. Uh, Will, tell us a little bit about yourself and then kind of how you got into training Britney's.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Happy to, uh, to join you here. Um, yeah, a little bit about myself. Um, my wife and I grew up in Chicago and moved out to Colorado uh, about five five years ago now. So coming up on five years, we have five kiddos. Uh, nice. Oldest eight, young yes, youngest are eleven uh, month old twins. So we are a uh, full house here. I got uh, one three year old Brittany, and then we have another Brit on the way in twelve days. So we're very excited about that.
2: Nice. As you uh, get started. So you got Upland Brits on Instagram, right? Um, yeah. Can you tell us about that. How that came about. Uh, sure how you established that.
1: Yeah, totally. Honestly, it kind of started as an innocent thing once we got Gage, so Gage is our our three-year-old right now. And we got him and everyone was kind of starting these accounts for their dogs. And we're like, all right, let's start an account for our dogs. So (laughs) uh, just kind of posting puppy pictures and (laughs) just kind of having fun with it. My wife was posting stuff all the time. And then as, yeah, just kind of as things evolved and I started hunting more and getting really into the dog training and, and bird dogs. Um, it kind of just started taking off and I started getting more serious about, you know, hunting and dogs and all that. And uh, yeah, it just kind of, it grew and grew. And um, it's been, it's been fun to kind of, uh, yeah, just capture my experience with, with hunting and dog training through that account.
2: Yeah. It, um, so you talk about dog training, obviously we weren't run uh, retrievers, so the, sure. we're not too familiar with um, how you train, you know, how do you train your dogs? What's kind of the process that you maybe learn from? Uh, you know, someone that's yeah. kind of just getting started, that maybe is running a Brittany, that is looking into, you know, how can I train? Maybe give some insights into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And and I'm by no means I'm no no means an expert at all. I'm uh, I really only started hunting. I was probably a little after 20 years old. I started hunting. Yeah. A little bit on and off, and then I gauge is my first bird dog, so I'm still learning, which is kind of fun too. It's like you're yeah. still in that new phase, Absolutely. Like, asking a bunch of questions and learning from people. So that's it's a really fun process. Uh, I think that's why I'm getting another dog too. Cause I kind of missed that. <laughs> I missed the puppy face. <laughs> oh, for sure. As, as weird as that sounds, but um, yeah. So one of the biggest things that's probably most helpful, even for someone, someone new getting into it. Um, I was lucky enough. So uh, my dogs, uh, the guy who owns my dog's dad seems Jeff he has been a really good mentor for me. Um, and if uh, I would just encourage people, if you can find someone like that, Oh, um, for sure. It, it's been super helpful. And one, I get to learn kind of hands on. And, you know, he's super good about just giving pointers and uh, really on the, the bird work stuff. Um, a lot of the other kind of training, you know, things, uh, I start pups with clicker training when they're pretty young. Okay. So on woe conditioning, here, um, heel, all those things, that I, I'm really using the clicker for a lot. Um, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, yeah, oh, for as sure. fun as that is, there's, there's a ton of good stuff out there. Um, I think Standing Stone kennels, they have some really good stuff. Yeah, cool so a know. lot of that, that house stuff I learn on myself uh, just at home. Yep. And then a lot of like the bird work and kind of stuff out in the field, uh, that's where that uh, my buddy Jeff has really come into play. Um, he's a little bit older. He runs, runs Brits. Um, he's pretty big in the field trial uh, circuit um not much difference there as far as training goes but um, just having someone like that to
0: get out in the field you work the dogs on some uh, pigeons quail things like that's been super helpful so absolutely i know i you know i back when i had uh before diesel i had jackson and i had a mentor just like that his name is uh, brian Sorensen. he actually was a dog trainer and so he was my high school he's my high school basketball coach as well and a teacher there so i just kind of like Hey, what do I do here? What do I do here? So yeah. I, completely, I completely get that. I completely yeah, understand totally,
1: that. Totally. Yeah, one of the things I'm looking forward to with this next pup, I think with our my first dog, you know, he's my first bird dog. I think I was in such a rush in that first year of life. I, I felt like I was going to screw him up. I yeah. felt like I was behind on things. There was, there was just like this constant urgency yep. that this time around, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy it a little bit more and let the dog develop as he develops. Like, let the let puppy be a
0: puppy. Too. Absolutely. Um, you know,
1: and so I'm kind of looking forward to that the round two this
0: time. Yeah, you know, and back to what you say, we're by no means professionals either. We just <laughs> right. enjoy, we just enjoy yeah. The, yeah. the the game. We enjoy the hunt, we enjoy the chase. And just like oh, you, yeah. we enjoy that 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 puppy phase and and figuring all that kind of stuff out. So yeah, no, yeah. I, I completely agree time. with you.
2: And what kind what got you into bird hunting? I know you said this Brittany, the one uh, gauge, right? Is your yeah one. So did yeah. you, did you get into bird hunting, hunting before getting gauge or was it kind of like, Hey, I'm interested in this, you know, I'm going to get gauge and then see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so my dad, my dad hunted a little bit here and there, uh, growing up, not, he wasn't super into hunting. I actually started uh waterfall hunting with my uncle. Um, I was probably like late teens. And yep. so I, I did that for a while, really enjoyed it. Um, ton of fun. He, uh, yeah. He taught me a lot and we had a really good time out there. And then it wasn't until later, like I was already married at the time. My dad randomly joined a hunt club okay. and this is back in, back in Illinois. And it's like, Hey, join this you know, hunt club or preserve, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, all right. And so we started hunting a bunch out there together and neither did of us have, had dogs.
0: You didn't have dogs. No, no we did not have okay. dogs
1: at the time. So, um, the cool thing, so the club has like guides they'll, they'll pair you with. So we book a guide. Yes. His name was Bill and bill he ran uh Brittany's. So that was my my first experience i'm out in the field never hunted upland birds before uh meet this guy bill he's got two brits I'm like this is cool and i just remember that first hunt i was so mesmerized mesmerized just by the watching the dogs work um that was the coolest part and yeah. i think that's probably what i enjoy most about even hunting it's just Dang, oh, watching, sure. these, watching these dogs just do what they're naturally bred to do. Yeah. Um, so I I was just hooked from day one, and so we hunted a bunch with them, um, those two dogs. Funny enough, the first dog ever shot my bird over was named Gage, and so I, that's why. <laughs> so I named my uh, my first bird dog Gage. But um, yeah, I have a ton of great memories, and so that's kind of where my yeah, I guess where my my passion started to uh, develop. Then my wife and I moved out to Colorado and i didn't hunt for a long time um i ducked kind of a little bit in uh, in eastern colorado here a little bit um but then yeah we got some random email from uh some people we knew that they had britney puppies available and in the back of my mind i was new if i got a, another dog uh, yeah. it'd be a britney yeah showed the wife and it was kind of like the moment of truth i was kind of waiting <laughs> for her <laughs> waiting for her response
0: and uh yeah so we got gage and uh the rest is kind of history there
3: well, so Yeah. God so, God her blessing. Yeah.
0: What's the, yeah, totally? what's the bird population out in Colorado? Cause when I think of Colorado, I'm thinking elk, <laughs> I'm not thinking, yeah, pheasant, totally. you know,
1: totally. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of the minority here. I, uh, I'm just yeah. starting to get into a little bit of big game here and there. Yep. Um, but again, mainly, mainly upland honey is my passion. So yeah, elk is the big thing here and mule deer actually. Oh, um, yeah. but surprisingly, yeah. I mean, bird numbers are, are good. I mean, I, I, I could say, Every time I've gone out, I find birds. I see birds. Um, yeah. ni- I would say 90% is going to be pheasants. Yep. Um, there's a very, very small population. We have some scale quail way down, like, uh, southeast Colorado. Okay. And then uh, the pheasants and some bobwhites uh, will be up in, like, the north northeast corner.
0: Are you so right I, in... I think they're pretty good. Are you right by Denver, then? Yeah, we're just south of Denver. So, it's, okay. so it's, yeah. for
1: me to get on some birds, it's a good two and a half.
0: Maybe, yeah, probably two and a half hours. I mean, me that's not much stuff. different from us, I would say. I mean, we got some spots around Des Moines, but usually if I want to go anywhere, it's an hour and a half for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. the spots that Tyler and I, we found a couple good ones last year that are sure. Western Iowa. And so Tyler has to drive two hours to get to me, and then we <laughs> oh. meet up, and then he, we got to ride another two <laughs> keep hours. keep going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it's that's cool.
2: Traveling's nice.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last year I did – I had Nebraska for the first time. And, uh, that really piqued my interest. Um, ton of great, like walking access to land. Nice. Um, just re- every, every field I hit was like lush grass, um, had saw tons of birds. Didn't shoot a Nebraska bird though. Last year, which <laughs> I was a little bummed about. I had a, I had a couple good misses, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm super excited to get back to uh, Nebraska this year and then yeah. I'm, I'm still debating between a couple other States. I'm, i want to try to hit. Nice. So
0: this will be our fourth, fourth year, third year, fourth year, fourth year. third year uh going to south dakota uh um, oh nice you know first year was pretty much shit um <laughs> didn't, didn't yeah. do well at all uh last year was um last year was pretty good we ended up buying new guns right before we went out and never shot them oh, and nice. we got out there and we couldn't hit anything with them so i recommend not doing that nice yeah that's uh, probably smart yeah so, so smart. then we Finally, bust out our old faithfuls and then we started knocking yeah. birds down. So, it's, it's always a little faithful that get it done. It is. So, yeah. not to switch subjects, but no. I see you got your gun safe right behind you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What, what are you shooting?
1: Um. So what's, your, I, what's your gun of
0: choice? Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm a big 20 gauge fan. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, love a 20 gauge. So, I actually just picked up uh, a Frankie Instinct okay. uh, a couple months ago. So, I've gotten it out shooting a little bit um nice. this is my first my first over under never uh never hunted with an over under before oh um if that goes south i'll switch to my uh i have a benelli montefeltro uh 12 Whoa. gauge nice. um, so yeah so yeah those are my two upland guns and i have one uh uh was it it's a, it's a pump action waterfall gun yep another benelli so yeah that, so yeah those are my, that, uh, my gun of choice.
2: Raunchy, uh does that have the like the ejector when you open up the it Yeah, it will, yeah,
1: will are ejecting. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was probably most excited for that.
2: That's nice. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, Tyler
2: had uh, a Stoger five five five. Yeah.
1: Okay, my buddy yeah. has one of those. And
2: yeah, guy pissed me off. I'd shoot, and you have to open it up, and you have to pull each shell out. Oh okay. And, you know, you're kind of wasting time doing that instead of it kind of popping yeah. out. So they're nice.
0: I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, totally. I'm he very familiar now. I don't the, think you ever uh, got a bird with that gun either, so. <laughs> it's
1: always
0: that it's always that first bird you want to <laughs> hit
1: with your gun. It gives you a little confidence. Yeah. Yes. No, my, uh, my my first experience with the over-under, we were out, uh, we were working dogs a couple weeks ago with a buddy of mine. Um, actually, I have two buddies that own litter mates of Gage. So we, we go okay. out work dogs all the time.
3: Very cool. And so we went to this hunt
1: club. We bought a couple pigeons. And uh, so my buddy, Jake, he was working his dog on, on a bird he bought. I go up there with the over-under, broke over my shoulder, and get up there, bird flushes. I go to shoot, and I didn't, again, first time with an over-under, I didn't realize that the shells will fall out yeah. if you have it broke open like that. So, <laughs> so I go to shoot this bird, pull the trigger once, nothing, pull the trigger twice, nothing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, sounds, that bird sounds familiar sailing.
0: to me. So, it was a That's good funny. lesson. Sounds real familiar to me.
2: Yeah, we did. That was our first year in South Dakota. That explained how our year went.
0: Yeah, first year South Dakota, we oh. weren't seeing any birds, and it was kind of it was like the second to last day we were there. So I'm kind of an antsy person and like to get going. Yeah. Tyler, I, I don't know, he was yeah. he was messing around and wouldn't he was, wouldn't get shit going. I was like, let's fucking go, come on. So we get out to the field and rooster diesel kicks it up right in front of me, and I'm like, oh yeah, didn't even load my gun. <laughs> yep. That was damn, that man. was the last day I hunted in South Dakota. I turned around and came home. I'm like, we didn't even stay. I said, I'm i going I'm, home. Done. I'm done. Going back to Iowa. Yep. How does, That's uh, awesome.
2: How does a hunt club? So I don't know in Iowa. I've never heard of like a hunt club here. They might have them. We have um preserves where you can like buy, you know, X amount of birds, and then you can only sure. hunt them. Uh, was it September through? March thirtieth, I think it is. Like yeah. So how does a, a, yeah, what's like, a how does a, hunt what's a hunt club
1: work? I, I I think it's just a term I grew up on. It sounds like the same thing. Okay. Um so same deal. They their hunting seasons open up from yes, yeah, so September to end of March. You buy birds. Um I think it's kinda of what we what we call them back in Illinois probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably I'm probably using that term. So yeah. So it's been it's actually been really good. Having young dogs especially. Um it's been nice. Just having access to birds Um, you know you know they're pen raised and there's some (laughs) some people don't like pen raised
0: birds but you know um, i I, I know i think it's good i like it it's good so not to interrupt you but i got called out because i i go to a lot of them like so i'll Mm -hmm. start going here in september in iowa yeah and i'll go three or four times before season starts just to get the dog warmed up get them in shape you know get them back in there and uh i hunted a field a couple years ago with my sister's boyfriend and we ended up limiting out yeah in an hour and a half right and this guy comes to me and he's like man i had some of the best dogs come through here pointers and retrievers and you name it they've been through here and they always lose birds how many did you guys lose i said we didn't lose any and he goes no you're shitting me and the guy had ton- yeah. i mean i, I never just yeah. over 100 birds that we saw in this little yeah. field and i said we didn't lose any and he goes yeah well don't you do that pin race shit and i was like well, yeah, but I'm like, I actually think it yeah. probably works to my advantage because he's used yeah. to being in a field where there's tons of scent, right? Totally. So, like, that's my mind. That's like great, great. My thought yeah. processing. I'm like, right with you.
1: I'm right with I you. i I'm think like, it's a great experience, one for myself and also the dog, just getting them out there. I'm um, sure the birds might hold a little tighter, but I mean, I've had no problem with my dog, you know, being steady and, and running up those wild yeah. birds as well.
0: I mean, if you're not getting your dog on any birds and you're just hunting them, once or just hunting yeah. them regular season with those birds, I'll take my dog 10 out of 10 times. out of your dog. Sure. Your dog's getting, <laughs> yeah. your dog's getting totally. one or two wild birds. The time you go out, maybe three, right. if you're having a really good day. Exactly. But the other times there's days we go out, we don't even get a bird. So sure. Yeah. You get 10 or 15 birds in a year where you take, I take diesel and you're taking gauge out to these farms and Tyler's yeah. taking his dogs out these farms. They're getting on 20, 30, 40 birds before you even get exactly. to a, A field so I think it's yeah I I agree I think it's awesome yeah Yeah, absolutely
2: I know you you said you're getting a a new pup so can you you explain that process of you know did you search around for a kennel Uh, did you have a few in mind how you kind of settled on where you're getting your pup from and then are you going to have it trained at all by them are you going to do it all yourself or how's that process sure sure
0: Let's start with, yeah, so, let's start, Will, not to interrupt you, let's start with this. How do you go about picking out your pup? Like, I want to know that process, too. Like, yeah, what decides yeah, you to pick out that, that pup? So then, sorry to. No, you're good. Just curious.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this, well, first off, I, I knew I wanted another Brittany. That was yep. kind of my, yeah. narrow, narrowed down my uh, my focus a little bit. Um, did a little research online, and we weren't even in the market right away we were kind of like hey let's start looking um again i had to do some convincing with the wife again (laughs) go for round two um let's just start looking seeing see what's out there kind of what what kind of dog we want and came across uh it's a kennel out by you guys trinity kennels or trinity uh, Bretons. um so they they breed french britneys so it's, it's slightly different um so anyways I got connected with them and just picked up the phone and just called the breeder. I was like, I want to hear about your dogs. I want to hear how they work. I want to hear all about them. Um, also, heard them on, they were on a podcast, uh, the Project Upland podcast, uh, I think early January or something like that. Okay. So, kind of heard them on there. I was like, all right, let's get more info. So, called him and really it was like, hey, here's here's the kind of hunting I do. Like, here's the kind of dog I'm looking for. Here's what my current dog's like. And so, there was a lot of conversation just back and forth on, I don't just want to close my eyes and pick, Hey, I want a Brittany. Just give me, give me any dog. I really wanted a a closer working dog. Um, Majority of my hunting is going to be pheasants, quail, you know, sharp tails, things like that. Um, So I didn't want a big, big ranging dog. And so, so after talking with the breeder, he was, I mean, just so knowledgeable and just really helped him pare down. Hey, like you you definitely would not want, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, parents. Um, But if we do this combo, that would be a really good combo for you. So they weren't even sure kind of on the, the, the breeding timeline yet with this this one pairing that I was looking at. And I was like, all right, well, if that pairing comes up, let me know and I'd be happy to, to, uh, yeah. to maybe grab a pup. And so sure enough, it was uh, not too long after that, he called me up and said, uh, hey, we got uh, this litter on the way. And um, so just knowing the parents really and kind of the, the hunting style I was looking for, the birds I hunt, um, I was really just kind of after those lines, the, those parents, and once they had a pup, um yeah and then i wanted a male as
0: well so yep once the male was there i uh i snagged him so, um tell me a little bit about britney's and how they hunt so i've never hunted over britney yeah um sure. obviously i've seen them uh they're the point um mm-hmm. but that's really all i know are they are they rangy yeah. like i you just said that you wanted to keep them in close nope. so i'm assuming yeah. you can are they really high energy yeah. dogs i mean i don't really know
1: so yeah, so no, those are those are really good points. So uh, ranging, I would, I think Brittany's are, are they're a considered a versatile pointing breed. Um, yep. they're, they're definitely the smallest pointing breed. So all the Britneys I've hunted over um, have been mid to close ranging working dogs, and that's been per- yep. perfect for the cover for the birds that we hunt. Um, so my dogs, uh, Gage's dad's side. Um, again, I said field trial line. So the field trial line typically will range out a lot further. Um, and then they'll kind of have to reel those dogs back in. It's just kind of for for the field trial game that they're doing, they, they're working huge country and they want big ranging dogs. So I kind of got lucky with gauge and just that he really does work pretty darn close, um, really in a sweet spot that I like, I've never really had to push him out. I rarely have to have to pull him back in, which has been nice. So I would say they're, they're really versatile. Depends on kind of the line you're looking at. If you want a big country, big ranging dog, then that's kind of what you know a puppy pup want to look for. But um what was
0: the second part? I forget. Um, just they're sort of uh, like are, are are they yeah, are they high oh, yeah. energy? Are they yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they're so easy off, to train? Um, yeah. I guess so why off, did you go with off Why did you go with a male over a female? I mean, those yeah, so yeah.
1: off switch is a big thing for me. Um, again, I didn't know this with Gage. Gage was like, "Hey, give me a Brittany. I want a Brittany." <laughs> that's kind of all I knew. The second round, I'm kind of a lot more picky, a lot more knowledgeable, and kind of what we we're looking for. So, off switch was huge, and that's something I talked with the breeder about. Is because um, again, going back to Gage real quick, he he goes in the house and he is a couch cuddler, lays on your lap, super chill. Um, he does a little counter surfing, so my wife isn't super happy about that. <laughs> looking for food, but overall he's, he's been a fantastic just family pet as well yeah but then you take him on the field and it's lights out go all day hunt all day um super hardworking dog that's, that's um, exactly how so, Diesel
0: so, is. he's a great yeah uh, he's a great was I don't, really important i don't know if you saw any of the the video i just Posted this week, but my daughter was sitting there playing with his lip and poking his teeth. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just, he just laying there. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah, totally to me
1: too. No, it's what you need. I mean, it's not. He's not just living outside all day. He's a family pet as well. So, um, yes, yeah, so I definitely wanted kind of a, to replicate that with him. I knew the next pup yep. we we're looking at. um I want a dog that can come in the house, but then go lights out in the field as well. So that was important. And then again, here in uh, for this new pup, uh, here in, you know, his, his breeding, his mom, his dad, um, that's their temperament, demeanor really lined up with what we were looking for. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. So they're, they're really hard workers though. He'll, uh, I had him out. I think it was last year. I think it was last year. First two days of hunting. Uh, we run a GPS collar on him. And I think in two days of hunting, he did like 28 miles oh, wow. and my only, you know, maybe 10 miles on like that. I walked and so these dogs will go and go and go and then they'll they'll crash later (laughs) but they won't give up nice
2: do they uh i I have Golden, so i know the long hair sometimes
1: oh nice i I grew up with goldens
2: nice Uh, do you have any issues with burrs and stuff do you have any tips on how you clean those out or is it kind of clean out in colorado have
1: I haven't, haven't really had any problem with burrs. Uh, the big thing we have um, is, like, cactus with the, the thorns. Okay. Um, so he'll get those in his pads all the time. Um, so every – it depends on the field you're hitting. Um, Nebraska, I didn't really have any problems with those. Um, but some spots in Colorado, he'll stop every couple minutes. And he'll just stand there, and you just go over, you know, you know, he's got something in his, in his pads.
2: Yeah. What, uh, so. what draws you to – you know, like, we go to South Dakota – Every year, you know, it's kind of just something that we've started. You know, you mentioned that you want to get back to Nebraska. Do you have – is there a preference of why you pick Nebraska over, you know, maybe Kansas or North or South Dakota? Or what have you learned about Nebraska that you kind of like?
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, I want to go back to to all the the bird states. I want to hit Kansas, Nebraska, Dakota's. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. So it's yeah. with, with five kids right now, I'm trying to narrow down where I want to hit. Yeah. Um, I think realistically this year I'll, I'll definitely be able to do a little bit of Colorado, Nebraska, and then I'm trying to pick between one other state. I'm, I'm trying to pick South or North Dakota um, yeah. or Kansas as well. And uh, I, I mean, just being in bird cover there, Nebraska, I don't know, Nebraska is a must. I, I love the mixed bag opportunities there. That's right. Um you don't you don't have to drive super far, and you can hit uh, some quail, um, which are much, much better population than Colorado. Um, also, so they have a, a way better sharp, west... sharp tail. Do you just
0: stay yeah on the west yeah west side of, west the side of the side Nebraska? Of Nebraska.
1: You, okay. Yeah, okay. this year I'll probably go yeah, a little so, bit wait, closer, a little south, like near the Kansas border. Um, yep. That's where I've, I've kind of heard uh, better quail population. <laughs> kind of a long answer to the Platte River yeah. down there.
2: Nice. Do you, so, you usually go by yourself? Do you bring a friend with you, or it's you and the dog.
1: Um, yeah, I would say most of my hunting, um, yeah, vast majority is solo, just me and the dog. Um, really enjoy just you know, just getting out there, just me and the dog. It's kind of an introvert, so it's kinda it fills my tank <laughs> being out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely a few trips each year. I'll do with some buddies. Um again, two, again, like I said, two of my buddies have, have litter mates of gauge. So um we're all we're all pretty close and, and love getting out there together.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, are you hunting all all public land then? Private land? What do you have in Colorado? Yeah, yeah. So, uh,
1: I've never hunted uh, private land before. Um, only hunted public. Um, I, I just I love the opportunity that, that public land gives. Just anyone can go do it. Um, you don't need to know somebody. You don't need to have connections. Um, it kind of kind of bugs me. There's some great way to look uh, at there's it. There's some people. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that'll they'll just be like, oh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not going to go to South Dakota unless we have a land connection. I'm like, well, there's how many millions of acres yeah. <laughs> that are yeah. like, you know, accessible and I love the challenge. So it's, it's pretty yeah. much all public. I, I did knock on one door last year in, I think it was in Colorado. I knocked on one door a buddy challenged me. He's like, all right, I want you to knock on one door. Just ask permission at one time. And right before that, I saw probably 30 or 40 pheasants flying to his field. So I drove up his road get, getting out of the truck and I'm super nervous. I'm like, oh crap, like what's he gonna say? Like never knocked on the door before. And uh, he was outside kind of working around his farm. And uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, I saw some birds, you know, come over your field. Would you mind if I uh, I hunted it? And he was super cool. He was like, oh, probably not this year, but you know, check back next year maybe. You know, I get a lot of requests and stuff. So he was super cool. No big deal. You know, again, wasn't
0: able to hunt it, but um, I tried, so I feel good yeah.
3: about
0: that. We, we, uh, we knocked on a door out in South Dakota. Last year, we didn't. Last year, we just stuck to the, uh, the oh. public ground game, but yeah. uh, we knocked a couple years ago, and they said, yeah, we'll let you hunt it, but it's going to be $100 a gun and 25 oh. bucks a bird. I was like right. what? I was like, nah, I'm good.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see you next time. See
0: ya. Yeah, I can I can go pay for that back in Iowa. I'm not coming here to yeah. to do that for some exactly. wild birds, sorry. So Dang. Yeah, we, we killing. Moved. Yeah. well there was I don't know, we probably saw a hundred birds flying in the field. Yeah. That's not even an exaggeration. Right. They just were flocking in. I was like, Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> totally. So And I don't even know. Probably would have never got one. They were probably pretty spooky. I mean they were flying all over the place. Sure. You didn't see them. sure. <laughs> So give give us a give us a couple of your favorite stories hunting. Oh yeah, let us, um, let us know a couple of <laughs> your favorite ones.
1: Dive into it. Um, I'll probably say, I'll, I'll give you two. Um, so first first year hunting wild birds. Um, so went out with uh, Eastern Colorado. Uh, we had uh, myself, my buddy, and his wife, and then my other buddy. Again, all yep. the ones who have the litter mates of gauge. Eastern Colorado we're super excited the pups are pups are just over a year so this is their first season they're pretty young still. So we're excited we scouted the day before uh, before the opener of Colorado and I uh, found this field that you know we saw some birds fly in so' we're like all right we're gonna hit that in the morning So the morning we're there like way before dark or way before sunrise and we pull up we see a car we're like okay, that's one car we see another car and they're all parked alongside of the road. And again, this is all of our first year hunting wild birds. So we're all new, you know, new to this whole thing. And then once the sun starts to come up, we're parked on the side of the road waiting for the, uh, waiting for legal shooting time. And it's three, three sections of fields that are kind of put together. It's all public ground. And once the sun rises, cars are just surrounding the whole entire
0: fields on all sides. Oh, kind of frustrates you a little like, bit, doesn't it?
1: Oh, well, it was frustrating, but it was also exciting because we're like, they must something, they don't. They must know something we don't know.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Like there's got
1: to be birds here. So we were just excited to get birds. Like again, we're we're just like so eager, ready to get out there. So we're like right before shooting time, everyone's just lining lining the field, just ready to start walking in. And uh, so shooting time comes, we start marching in, and birds just start popping up left and right, hens, roosters, you name it. It's just popping up. Gunshots are going off like it's like a war zone. Hey we're walking in a line a buddy of mine he's kind of lagging behind us and we're like hey come in again this is like it's super chaotic right now and he's like oh he's looking at his gps he's like oh my, my dog ran off i'm like well, where is he he's like oh he says he's two miles the opposite direction already." Oh. We're like, what so he's like just keep going and again this is all while like shots are going off birds are flying so we keep going. Uh, my other buddy, they kind of veer off, do their thing. I keep marching straight, trying to keep track of my dog. We get to a, the end of this first field, and it's a corner, and there's a hunter on the corner by a tree, facing us, shooting the birds that we're flushing towards <laughs> so this, is, this is a, <laughs> and I, I say all this. It's it was crazy and chaotic, but it was just the first wild bird hunting experience um it's super memorable and we had a i mean this was a great trip um it kind of we all joke it gives us ptsd now like just thinking about how chaotic it was oh, uh, but he did yeah. get his dog back finally oh, he didn't even hunt that that whole field um but in the, in that first walk i did get my first wild bird with gauge so we kept going you know pretty deep in um, after we passed the guy shooting towards us <laughs> we uh, we finally were able to, to bag one bird um, so super exciting, you know, again, I'm all about first. So having that first, you know, first rooster in the bag with him oh yeah, uh, was pretty special, but also chaotic. So it was, a, it was a little interesting. Nice. But, nice. Yeah. So the, uh, the other, uh, I guess, I guess it's the first, my, um, so I had a hunting trip scheduled back in Illinois to hunt with my dad two years ago now. Um, so my dad, uh, he, he had cancer and so this was kind of, of uh, he, um, this is kind of going to be our last trip, probably the last time I saw him. Um, so we had this, this whole trip scheduled. We're going to hunt at his, his hunt club there. His health wasn't great, um, but you know we knew he didn't have have a ton of time. So um, I did duck hunt in eastern Colorado. It was like a Monday morning, and then left there and was going to drive back to Illinois with Gage. And so I just crossed the uh, the Nebraska border, and my grandma called uh, that my dad passed. Um, super super unexpectedly. And I was just, yeah, I was just, as you can imagine, just rocked. Yeah. yeah so, man. continue to continue drive, and I um, got there, I think it was, like, late Tuesday. So, that Wednesday morning, um, first thing I did, drove out to the hunt club, uh, took Gage out there, and just that that first bird I shot, uh, you know, after my dad's passing at, at his hunt club, where him and I spent a lot of time together, um, yep. that'll probably go down and probably my all-time favorite bird I've ever shot. Oh. Um, just yeah it just the whole thing the dog the the weather the field um it, it just that was really special for me so it was a perfect it was a perfect morning perfect day. it was it it really yeah. was i shot one bird that day and i was like i'm done like <laughs> that's that's all i needed to do and uh just kind of went back sat in the clubhouse and, and just kind of relaxed a little bit and just kind of processed everything but um yeah that was definitely a definitely a special one i remember
2: yeah
1: oh for sure yeah.
2: just going through the So, what uh, for, your, for Gage, what's been kind of, you know, someone obviously we touched on it a little earlier, but what's something that you find might be the hardest for someone uh, just getting into Britney's or starting to train Britney's? What do you think is something that the hardest that they might have to overcome or focus on, or maybe something that you had to focus on the most with Gage and then that you think will help you with your next pub?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I, I'd probably say, I think I was just a little naive going into it. I kind of thought all dogs retrieved. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, oh, sure. All the all dogs retrieved naturally, right? Um, so that was something I learned with him is uh, I think one of his parents does retrieve pretty well. Um, but the rest of his line doesn't. And I kind of learned that after the fact. And so it, it, it's a small thing. But for me, I, I really, I just really appreciate having that dog bring a bird back. Oh, so yeah. it's something it's it's just something about it it's it's completes the experience i feel
2: yeah Mm -hmm. it it really does bringing the bird yeah
1: totally like yeah when i started you know hunting pheasants the uh the the guide we hunted with bill you know his dogs retrieved really well and i'm not sure if he he, uh force broke them or not but it was just i was kind of trying to replicate that experience when i first started and so anyways i mean that was just something that was eye-opening to me and so i did end up uh, uh force breaking to myself this summer um, and he's doing pretty good now So I've had him on some birds now And he's been doing really good But I would just say to someone Don't expect all dogs to retrieve <laughs> some, will, some will have it, some won't yeah. Um, But yeah, the, the fourth breaking it was, it was a cool experience um, It's kind of cool to do it myself And just see the progression um, over,
0: over a few months Tyler just did his dogs this, uh, this Oh, year did too. you? Yeah, yeah this nice.
2: winter, springtime Oh, nice was, uh, It's tough, you know like,
1: Yeah, it's, it's time-consuming
2: it is, and uh, it's hard to not get frustrated because they,
1: yeah,
2: you start them up on a box, and they they're holding it for thirty seconds, forty five seconds, a minute. Yeah. Like, all right, we've done this for a week. You're like, all right, now let's go right. to the ground, and yep. like they forget everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I had a couple of those.
2: No. <laughs> you know, it's, but it's yeah, like you said, it you know some dogs they can get it. Fairly quickly, you know, a month or so, yeah. I and mean, then some dogs it takes three to four months for them to, to really, yeah. you know, to force fetch or hold. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah, I think Diesel. Obviously, I paid for him to go to the trainer, but I think they told me it took him a good month and a half, to almost two months. Yeah, he was stu- he was really stubborn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some dogs like, get quicker, and he yeah, yeah he didn't he he's an out al- he's a big time alpha dog, so he doesn't want <laughs> okay. you know. He wants to do his own thing, so you got to keep yeah. you gotta keep the pulse on him. So yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, I, I, there was some uh, YouTube video I was watching right before I, I was going to begin force fetching him, and I was just going to go right to the basically the fetch part. And I, I found some video that talked about the hold conditioning first, yeah. and I was so glad I found that because I feel that was that was key just to really get him to hold it, and that laid the foundation. I feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure.
2: That's what I did too was yeah, hold conditioning first. And then, yeah, because it's, if they're not holding it for a long period of time, they're never, yeah, that's part.
1: Ex- exactly. Yeah. And then once in a while, even, even now he'll be bringing something back and I can see he's about to drop it. And I, I just give him hold, hold, yeah. <laughs> just to kind of, kind of remind him and it helps. He'll, he'll keep
0: it in. So yeah.
3: I always do that yeah. when
0: Diesel may have a live bird in his mouth, like he's really good at bringing oh, it yeah. all the way back and healing at my side. But if he has a live bird and I think he could run off, I, I always yell like, hold, hold, don't drop yeah. that bird. Hold <laughs> totally it. Don't you know? drop it. Well, yeah. Especially
1: a rooster. I mean, I can just imagine, you know, one, one of those things flopping around and ready to take off.
0: Yeah. yeah. Actually, last year, I didn't get to see it, but Tyler saw it. There was a rooster that landed on the bottom branch of a tree and Diesel caught it in his mouth, he said. Or, oh, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. So. That's awesome. And you guys both yeah. run goldens, you said? No, I have a black lab. Oh, black lab. Yeah. Yep. I have yep. wings, so. Yeah. nice and So yeah, we awesome. we just you know, uh, really the the podcast and this, just to give you a little background, it's just our passion. You know, we're by yeah. no means experts, but <laughs> we've hunted, you know, I've hunted with my dad God since I was probably eight years old, I can remember squirrel hunting and walking in the fields sure. with him and then I got my first black lab at thirteen. So then we started pheasant hunting when I was thirteen. Nice and you know, so 20 years of experience and a lot of failures, probably more failures <laughs> than successes for sure. But
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah, we're
0: just trying to give the it audience, happens. you know, what they want. And you got, you got yeah. unique dogs that obviously we don't know much about. So we have a lot of different sure. followers coming to our page. So it's great that you can come on oh, and yeah. give them that, no, you know, it's give it's them that fun. message and yeah. let them know, like, you know, you know, we, we just love to hunt. We don't care what you use. Yeah. At. We just, we just want to know what you're doing, how you're successful and how other people can be successful.
1: Definitely, definitely. I hunted behind a a black lab one time, and it was a ton of fun. It was it's a different, it's a it's a quicker, it's a quicker experience with the the flushing and the birds. Um, yeah. It was a ton of it was a ton of fun. Though watching those dogs work and you can when they get birdie and you can tell they're about to to push a bird up. It's it's yeah. super exciting. Yeah, no,
0: it, it can it it is fun, but it can also be a pain in the ass when a bird's running and sometimes <laughs> I can't get diesel or call off. And I'm basically running through the damn field. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah don't don't flush don't flush them don't flush
1: them yep yeah don't do it I yeah. know oh, yeah some of some hey, of the I, birds out here especially in Colorado we had uh the, we've had some wily birds just just kind of flushing really far out and you know just depends if they're they're willing to play nice yeah yeah yep yeah. Yeah. yep nice is, is there
0: a lot of pressure in Colorado do you feel like the there's a lot of there's a lot of that, one, that, that one, <laughs> that one field we hit, that one field we hit first year. Was, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but, uh, not, I, no, not I feel a, in not a ton. I've, I feel like in Iowa, it's dying down. You know, that's another reason. I, you know, we want to get I've people involved that. in conservation. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just bring awareness to, uh, you know, pheasants forever and quail forever and all that kind of yeah. stuff and and get younger people back into it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel Colorado hasn't been too bad with,
0: with the pressure. Um, again, I think people around that time of
1: year, they're, they're still focused on big game. Um, yep. so it's, it, there's not a ton of pressure. Um, it's, it's, again, it's kind of an anomaly being a bird hunter here. It's like, Oh, you hunt, Oh, you hunt elk and stuff like that. Oh no, I go go chase pheasants. They're like, Oh, okay. You kind of get judged. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Do they uh, – what are the grasslands like out there? So Iowa, obviously, we have, like, the nice gold CRP, you know, wetland areas. But yeah. I guess I've never been really out to Colorado, uh, except, like, through the Rockies. So I've never seen – what type of sure grass do they have on public ground? and
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of the grass fields. It's CRP, and it's I mean, it's nice. It's, it's good, thick cover. Okay. Um, it's that golden, that golden grass. Um, it's also a lot of, uh, like pastures. Um, s- very, very small percentages is, is public though. It's yeah. like that very, yeah, very, uh, it's a sparse cover. <laughs> um, they also do uh, wheat stubble as well.
3: Oh, nice. Um, but
1: the wheat wow. stubble, it, it's a 9 day difference between the wheat stubble in Colorado and Nebraska. So I think Nebraska, they, they pay the, whatever those programs are that, where the, the landowners are making, you're making money for walking yeah they yep. the landowners make a little bit more money for leaving the, the wheat stubble a little bit higher um, and not cutting it as low well colorado they'll cut it super low and so there's a ton of wheat stubble fields but they're a couple inches thick a couple inches high um, but nebraska it's i mean it's like 12 18 inches high still um, so it, it provides really good cover as,
0: as well pretty fun to nice yeah, that would be fun to hunt. We'll have to yeah. make a trip to Nebraska yeah. ourselves some point here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe this year. this year. What? What's the uh, what's the license cost to hunt in Nebraska?
1: No, Nebraska, I think with all the all the fees and stuff, I think it's right at like hundred, maybe one hundred and two, something like that. Okay. So,
0: South no, Dakota 30, is about one thirty, I believe it is. Okay. Or 120. 130 after tax, yeah. roughly. I think,
1: I think
2: that's
0: I
1: think. like what Kansas is, or something like that. Yeah.
2: Is Nebraska for birds, or is that Kansas? Kansas is
1: four, Nebraska is three.
2: Okay. Yeah. Do they, can you start at eight o'clock in the morning in Nebraska or is it 10 or? Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, eight o'clock. Yeah, both Kansas and Nebraska are, are early time. So I think it's like S- 30 minutes before sunrise, something like that. I think South Dakota, is that the only one that has the oh, 10 at, a.m.? 10, at 10 at am. At <laughs> a.m. start. That's crazy. That is crazy. You, It's nice because you can have a
2: few of those kooers the night before and not. Yeah, that's true.
1: You can sleep in a little bit. Exactly. Have, uh, uh, oh, I forget what I was gonna say. Oh, did you? Would you guys hunt like sharp tails in the morning then? Because I've heard some people they'll they'll hunt like sharpies in the morning and then do pheasants, or we no. never. Had. Yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, they would be cool to hunt. They're a cool bird. Uh, we just never got into it, you know. And like I said, usually we kind of use that eight between eight to ten to try to yeah. scope out some fields and
3: yeah, that's
1: good
2: where we want to hunt maybe see a couple birds you know flying into a field or something or
1: sure has a little scouting time
2: that yeah. extra time in the morning to really scout a couple fields that we want to hit for the day so yeah and it's
0: working
2: for us to do that
0: well so, will we appreciate you getting on the flushman dustin podcast with us yeah uh, absolutely, we don't have anything guys. else we would love to maybe in the future if it works out I and mean, we grab a hunt together a yeah day, maybe if awesome. coming back through Iowa. To- go to illinois let us know or yeah definitely you know, we can hook up and we got some yeah. pretty solid public ground places here that i think we could pull that's a awesome. few birds off of so. oh i bet that's awesome yeah i'll be in iowa in
1: uh, 12 days picking up this pup so nice yeah is that in des moines uh just is? south yeah just south, south. of Des moines. okay yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I, think, uh, I think it's about a nine like a nine and a half hour drive it says for me so i'm <laughs> taking my uh, my three older kids we're making a
0: little uh, road trip out of it so nothing sure wrong with I'm, that yeah That'll be fun. Yeah. Exciting too. Yeah. We're, we're super pumped. Yeah. We we'll keep us posted on the pup. Um, yeah, we'll do. Once you get going, maybe we'll have you on again and we can do a Sounds little, uh, do a little introduction to the new guy and see how it's going. Yeah. Awesome guys. Well, thank you so much. It's right. great chatting yeah. with you guys. Thanks thank Will. I appreciate All it. Right. Have, have, have a fantastic good one. night, man.
3: You yeah. too. See ya.